Welcome. How's everyone doing today? Oh, good, good. Man, no wonder the coffee was empty when I got here, man. <laughs> Who yelled woo the loudest? They must have been. It was you. You had two cups of coffee right there. <laughs> oh, okay. The real stuff. Well, who wants to praise God for something he does or who he is? If that's it, we're going to go ahead and read Psalms, uh, our psalm. Tremble and do not sin. When you are on your beds, search your hearts and be silent. Offer the sacrifices of the righteous and trust in the Lord. Many, Lord, are asking who will bring prosperity. Let the light your face shine on us. Fill my heart with joy when the grain and new wine abound. In peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Let's go ahead and say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. All right, let's praise. Please stand and sing with us.
Silent. 
In communion, we take the emblems of resemblance, body and blood. And by his great love, he died for us. And by the power of the Spirit, he rose again. Wherever two or three are gathered, there he is too. Think about his sacrifice and meditate on its meaning. Remember, he is coming back. And know you are not alone. And do this in remembrance of him. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for your grace and your love and your mercy. We thank you for the sacrifice of your son on the cross. We pray that you will bless this bread and this juice that remembers his blood and body, for we ask it in his name. Amen.
Good morning, everybody. Now is the time in the service for announcements. Uh, first, we'll start off with we're always collecting empty pill bottle donations um, for Matthew 25 Ministries. They use them for lots of things locally and beyond. We also collect used ink cartridges, so don't fill your trash up, bring them in here. Um, it helps to reduce the office supply costs here for the church. Refit, free dance fitness class, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, 6.30 to 7.30. Men's night is the first Wednesday of the month, 6 to 8 p.m. here at Heartland. If you have any questions, please contact Chris Nay in the back. Food and fellowship, third Wednesday of the month, 6 to 8 at Heartland. There is a sign-up in the back on the welcome table. We, we like a lot of food here. <laughs> Empty Nesters, um, continuing study, Women of the Bible, Thursdays at 10 a.m. at Ruth Liming's house. Food Pantry, Closed Closet, Thursdays at 5 to 7 uh, p.m. Donations can be dropped off there or Sundays during service or after service. Um, there's a list there of most frequently needed items. Um, I want to just say thank you to everyone who prayed about or donated to um, the pantry on Paige's behalf. We are overflowing, gratefully. Um, yes, with cereal and ramen noodles, those were her favorite things, so thank you so much. Goshen Community Garden um, also takes place Thursdays 5 to 7. Um, just that's kind of when everybody's there, Thursdays 5 to 7. Um, but if you have questions, you can talk to Laura about that. She does meet on other days as well. Garden always needs um, love, water, weeding, those kinds of things. So if you want to meet on a different day or want to do it on your own, you can certainly get, on, get in on that schedule. There is a bench out there, too, so you can just come and just sit and enjoy it. There's butterflies, there's birds, there's like lots of nature. So a um, good place to kind of sit and talk to the Lord. Uh, breakfast fellowship, more food. First Sunday of the month, 9.30. Breakfast is better when we eat together. Mellon Ridge Ministry is September 24th at 2 p.m., where we bring worship to the residents of Mellon Ridge facility here in Goshen. Uh, lunch is provided. Sign up at the welcome table, please. Brother Love Show is a benefit for the Heartland Food Pantry, Sunday, October 1st at 7 p.m. So it's... Um, Music fundraiser, I guess, is what we'll call it. But write this in your calendar, plan to come, and uh, have a good time hearing some music from people you know. Weekly budget is listed there. Ministries you support through giving at Heartland. Ways to give is in person, in the back of the offering box, and online. Before we start in the meet and greet, um, your bulletins today are pink. If you don't have one, grab one there. You can write some notes down. Um, this little peach colored paper is um, the September Bible reading plan. So if you're reading along with the church, um, you want to see where you are and what you need to read for that day. It's just a couple of chapters, but you know God's word is what we need to get in our bodies and our minds. So grab that, read along with everybody. Um, and then another pink paper is September's calendar. So you'll have all the things we're doing there. I also want to say thank you to everyone who came out and participated in the Goshen Parade. We had such a fun time. Um, there's pictures posted, and we'll get the bulletin boards up to date so you guys can see what's been going on lately. Um, we do not have Children's Church today, I'm sorry, but we will have a special guest speaker, so we want to have everybody in here to take a listen. Now is your 10-minute meet and greet. Thank you. We are going to go ahead and get started.
We are so excited to have a guest speaker today. His name is Eric Souders. Um, he is from Cincinnati Challenge Ranch, which is formerly Teen Challenge. I'll let him do all the talking about that. Um, but is local here in Milford, and um, they do have a women's home and a men's ranch. So please welcome Mr. Eric Souders. Thank you, Thank you very much. Can you all hear me okay this morning? Okay, sounds good. Uh, as she said, I'm, my name's Eric Souders. I'm with Cincinnati Challenge Ranch, formerly known as Teen Challenge. We rebranded the name due to uh, a fear of people thinking it was only teens that we minister to. And we, we, we have some guys in the program that are up to 73 years of age, so we can, we can uh, minister to anybody. But uh, Teen Challenge was originally started in 1958 by a guy named David Wilkerson, who um, there's a beautiful story of how it came to be, and he wrote a book about it called The Cross and the Switchblade, which I have plenty of copies with me if anybody would like. It's a short read, very impactful, very powerful. I, I encourage you to read it. I left some out in the, in the foyer there, too. Um, but it was founded in 1958 in New York, and David saw the need for biblical-based, Christ-centered training, discipleship program for youth, specifically at the time who, who battled drug addiction and the many different forms of addiction that we can face. And he started that. In 1973, Kenneth Bagwell started the Cincinnati Challenge Ranch branch. And um, as you can see, some of the pictures that they'll scroll through up here are some, some of the very many lives that has been impacted by this ranch. And it's impacted my life in a great way. And that's the reason I'm here today to tell you all about the goodness of God and what he's done in this, in, as he's used this vessel to touch so many lives. And in 2002, our current director, George Martin, took over. And he's been there for well over 40 years. He volunteered there for about 20 years and then took over the ranch in 2002. And there's a beautiful passage in Deuteronomy 8.2, and it says that it, the Lord will lead us through the wilderness for 40 years. He will feed us the manna, right? But not only that, we, are, we cannot live on bread alone, but every word of God. And this, as you enter into the ranch, and it's located down on 1466 U.S. Route 50 in Milford. Um, we're not too far away. It's only about 15 minutes from here. And as you, as you drive into the ranch, it, there's a, a banner over the driveway. It says a designated wilderness, and that's exactly what it is. It pulls us out of the world, and we are immersed daily in God's word and his teachings. And during my time there, I've been impacted by this so deeply, and it's so amazing. Uh, just to share some of my testimony and what led me to the ranch, um, my father, I come from a broken home. I was born into a family of alcoholics. Every man in my family was an alcoholic. Um, my dad left when I was five years old and couldn't get over his, his drinking problems, right? My mom uh, and him separated. And this led to a multitude of problems in my life and behaviors that I didn't realize until I actually came to the ranch. And the rejection issues, the, the seeking... Uh, affirmation from man instead of God. I didn't know who God was. My, I grew up uh, near a small church much like this. It was about, uh, a, first, a free will Baptist church, and it was only because I was forced to go. My mother used it as a daycare just to not have to deal with me for a little bit, right? And uh, I only went maybe, maybe 10 times throughout my childhood. It was very little. I didn't know, I didn't know Christ. I didn't know God at all. And I grew up my entire life seeking my value, my purpose in life, 
through the world, through, through jobs, through, um, you know, girlfriends or sports, many different things I chased to try to find my purpose and my value in life. And when in 2007, I had fell and broken my back doing construction. I fell over 30 feet. And this started me on, on uh, the path of addiction through opiates. And it was a workman's comp claim, and they cut me off. So I went to the street and found my fix there. And this, this progressed throughout my life because I found the attention that I could get from it. And grew, and I went through another program in 2014 up in Michigan called Serenity Point Recovery. And uh, it was good. It got me sober thinking for a little while, but it couldn't, it couldn't do what only Christ could do. Right? I'm, not gonna, I'm not here to talk bad about AA and 12-step programs, none of that. They have their place in the world, but it couldn't do what only Christ could do. It couldn't give me my purpose. It couldn't show me my true value. And in 2014, I went through that program, and I ended up coming home <laughs> with a pregnant girlfriend. My whole life, I've always wanted the family. I wanted the wife, the kids, the white picket fence, the house, you know, to what I thought it would was to be to be a man in the world. And after three months, she went back to drinking and decided to go back to where she was from and had an abortion. And that ripped my heart out. And I ended up going back to my addiction again. After six years of sobriety, I went back to my addiction. And this time, I beat myself up with guilt and shame so much. I hated the man that I'd become. I was stealing. I was lying. I was hurting family members to the point they would lock their doors and not even let me in. And in 2019... I lost my job at the railroad, and like I said, my addiction just spiraled out of control so bad that I, I hated myself. I was literally walking around the streets homeless, um, living with prostitutes, doing unspeakable things, and ended up getting picked up on a possession charge and set out for 30 days in jail, knowing I still had stuff hidden away when I got out, and when I did... It led to an overdose. And from the time they found me, it was in my grandfather's house on his birthday, July 21st of 21. And from the time he walked in and found me on the floor, non-responsive, to the time I took a breath was over 45 minutes. After six minutes, you're, you sh I should be brain dead. It's, it's by God's grace that I'm here today, right? And it tells us in Ephesians 2, 4, and 5, but God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love for me, even though I was dead in sins, made me alive in Christ Jesus, and by grace I have been saved. Thank you, Lord, for that. Um, so I live my life today to testify the great goodness that he's done to me through this ranch. And I've, I've, taught so, I've been taught so many valuable lessons through this place, and I brought a friend of mine here with me today. His name is Mike. He's actually a current student going through the program. So if you're curious about how we operate, I, I encourage you to talk to him and get to know how we operate. Um, as we pulled in this morning, I seen the garden out there, the beautiful garden that you guys have. And we have one as well down on the ranch. We use it as a ministry tool. And it's taught me so much through picking weeds in that garden, right? And one of those lessons I had to learn through George Martin, uh, who is, this, this guy is so anointed, and he has such a beautiful way of teaching and making disciples. Uh, I can remember mowing the grass down there, and I put my heart and soul into it. I made it look as best as I could. And George would come out and he would say, I think you're mowing the grass just a little too low, just a little too short, you know? And I'm like, ugh. 
man, do you know, do you know how much I'm out here sweating and kicking, you know? It's, we have 168 acres altogether. That's not, I don't know all that. I mow probably 35 acres of it, but um, it's a lot in the summertime to mow one person, and it's hilly, and it's, it's rough, and it takes a lot out of you. So <laughs> naturally, I wanted to get a little upset with him and tell him, you know, you know how much of myself I sacrificed? But you can make that grass look that way. And then it hit me. The Holy Spirit convicted me. And he's like, uh, I was seeking affirmation from a man for the job I was doing. And that led, that was because of the rejection issues that I had with my father. I did this with bosses. I did this with so many places. I, I would work my butt off trying to get affirmation from a man instead of from my father. The one that really matters. The only one that matters. Right? And there's so many valuable lessons like this that I've learned through this place and through the other lives. And I've seen God uh, touch so many people through this place. It's, it's amazing. And it's because of people like you that continue to pour into us, to help us. Um, he's really doing... I know so many pastors and preachers and outside people that come here because they, they sense the presence of God on this hill. It's anointed. It's a protected place. It's a designated wilderness for everyone. And I really encourage you, if you know anybody that's... Uh, in addiction or struggling, to reach out, please. I'd love to help them. I'd love to speak to them. Um, I love sharing the good hope that resides within me, right? And <clears throat> so we have, we at the ranch use, um, we like to teach the guys, it's a discipleship, it's a Christ-centered discipleship ministry. And what that means is that that we live with these guys so that they may learn from us and live like us, right? The Christ that's in us, that is. Um, we use uh, different teaching techniques. There, there, we believe that there are seven pillars of our faith. That's word, worship, prayer, fasting, meditation, communion, and giving. And if you practice these seven, prayer, these seven pillars on a daily basis, you, you will be fully restored to Christ, and he will be the light into your life, and you will be an example to the world. Right? and continue to make disciples of others and go into the dark places. And uh, oh, I've witnessed this in so many different ways. Um, I wish I could sit here and tell you all the names of the guys that I've seen transform lives. The families put back together. The prodigal sons returned home, again, because of the work that Christ is doing in this ministry. And all those that uh, have been affected by this ranch. Um, I could sit here and go on all day about my story and what, what God's done in my life through here. But uh, I was, like I said, I walked around homeless on the streets. No purpose. Hated myself. And then I come here and allow God to pour into me. And now I'm working I got a full-time job as a machinist over in Batavia. Um, I work full-time at the ministry as well, so I'm constantly on the go. I don't have a lot of free time, but um, it, fills me, it fills my tank, right? That's my purpose now, is to not live for myself, to die to myself daily, to pick up my cross, seek after him. And that's what we hopefully we can teach these guys here down at the ranch. So it's been a major blessing to me. Um, I... I I strongly encourage any of you that um, have any any suffering. I mean, we don't just uh, cater to 
addicts and alcoholics. It's anybody that, that deals with any kind of uh, life-altering um, behavioral issues. Right? Christ can heal anybody. Yeah. He didn't just come to heal the healthy, but the sick. Anyone that needs, they need, anybody that sees they need a savior, um, we have a place for him. We have a bed for him. And I love it. And I thank you. I thank you all so much for this day. I thank you for giving me the opportunity to come here and, and witness of what God has done in my life and, and what he continues to do. I thank you all for pouring into us and, and supporting us as a ministry. It means so much to me. I can't tell you how much it means to me. This place has changed my life, and it continues to change others. You know, and the thing that's special and unique about this ranch that I haven't seen at other um, places is that guys will return back to their vomit. They will make mistakes, but the uniqueness about here is that they come back because they know, you know, the word tells us that what God started, he will finish. He will see through to completion, and they know that, and they sense that here, and they come back here. They don't. Many other places that I've been to, they don't go back to that place. They might go to another one or try another avenue, but they don't come back. I've seen so many guys come back here to this place because they know that something was started in them here, and they need to finish it. They need to complete it. So thank God for his word, his, his uh, anointing upon Teen Challenge and Cincinnati Challenge now. Uh, and uh, I think all the, all the great teachers down there, some of these guys have been doing this for their entire life. Like I said, our executive, our executive director, George, has been doing this for well over 40 years. Um, our teacher, Rob Mervine, such a talented and smart man. He's been here with us for over eight years, I think. Nine, I think he's going on nine years now. Um, Jeremy Long, our intake coordinator, has been there for over since he was 18 years old. He's been there over t- almost 20 years now, pushing 20 years. So many of the guys that's been doing this are experienced I've been doing this for very long. We have um, around a 70% success rate. You won't find that anywhere. Anywhere else in the world, a 15% success rate is considered successful as far as rehabilitation programs go, right? And, and not, not trying to boast or brag, but they can't, they can't do, like I said, what Christ can do. So this place is unique. It's special. And I want to continue to make sure that it, it blesses the lives of so many others. Um, that's why I give my heart out to it. I, uh, I work there, like I said, pretty much full time, and, and I, don't, I don't expect nothing out of it because I want to I continue to make sure uh, that it blesses others. So I thank you for this opportunity to come here today to speak with you, to share what God's doing down there on the hill in, in Milford. So appreciate it very much. Thank you. Well, I want to thank uh, you guys from Cincinnati Ranch. Um, part of the reason I'm up here is because my mom went through Teen Challenge. Um, I don't even remember how long ago, but years and years and years ago. Uh, she had a problem with uh, addiction as well. And through that program, she gave her life to the Lord. And she's still serving in her 60s um, at a church um, by her house. So. It's really amazing. Um, so this is one one of those ministries. I'm passionate about a lot of ministries, but this is one that kind of 
hits close to home for me. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for these guys before uh, we close the service. Um, I'm going to pray the Lord's blessing over you guys, and then we will play one last song. And during that last song, if you have any kind of prayer need, whether it's physical or spiritual, emotional, any kind of need, uh, we will have people up here to pray for you. So, uh, Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you for stretching your hand out and raising people up to do your will. Thank you for the people from Cincinnati Challenge that reach individuals in a unique way on a daily basis. I just pray together with them uh, in unity that you would continue to use them, bless that ministry to touch people's lives. Also, I pray as we go uh, through the week and days coming that we would keep that in mind if we do run into somebody who has addiction challenges, that we would recommend them to the people that have gifts to touch their lives in that unique way. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen.
God bless. Have a good week.